It's really annoying because every time I start doing that, I, I always want to start scratching or swallowing or like coughing or something. It's like why? What? It's like it's like the it's like the electronics, man. It's like as soon as I can't do something, I want to do it. <laughs> He's gone pink again. Why is it pink now? It used to be orange. Yeah, I just stop made all my T's and C's and stuff, so I don't know if that makes any difference. I just don't think anybody wants to see me eat my food. You want a Barbie uh, high at the moment? Is that why you've just seen the film? No, absolutely fucking not. Definitely okay. not. And we'll okay. come to that later. That was a pleasure, so. Okay, well, we might come to it more than once then, it seems. <laughs> uh, well, this is a Barbie-themed episode, is it? Barbie episode, yeah. <laughs> Mine's movie-themed. Thing, just, uh, you know, stuff. So generalized then. Just, yeah, just gen generalized, yeah. So, shall, shall I make my topic? Yeah, yeah. Could you change by... your topic to Barbie for me, please, Tom? I'd appreciate it. Barbies. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, are we always? And welcome to chapter 14 of the Bible. I have absolutely no idea which chapter number we're on. I think we have some connotation other than chapters. No, 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 no. That's been established ever since the beginning, my friend. Tom just keeps flipping his camera. What? <laughs> I don't know. The problem is, why haven't you end up just keep calling in the chapters that we've sent into the like we've got two I'm pretty sure we've done somewhere. that. I'm pretty sure we've done that previously. In the past <laughs> and, you know. But anyway, yeah, uh, chapter 14 of the Bible. Uh, my name is Richard. Each and every week, uh, not each and every week, each and every chapter, I gather around Fine. with my nearest and dearest. Occasion. Um, Occasion. And we talk about anything that we might have been thinking about that week. Could be something that's annoyed us, something that we've been thinking about for a long time, or something that's made us laugh. We have no other agenda other than to have an open, unedited conversation. And it is our hope that by the end, we've made you laugh, made you cry, made you think just a little bit. This week, I'm joined by Let's Go With The Man Not Eating first. Audio format as well, remember. Hello. Hello. Tom here. Yeah, there Hi. You go. <laughs> just a pure look of confusion on Tom's face. And just just <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, visual's fine, but there are still people that listen to the podcast. I was going to say, anyone who listens to that just wonders yeah. what the very large bit of silence was that was Tom waving at a camera, forgetting <laughs> what he was doing for a minute. <laughs> um, and you may have ever heard, you may, you may have ever heard, you may have heard the other gentleman. Please introduce yourself. Tell you then how we doing. 
I have a cold and I'm currently eating food, which nobody needs to see. So, That's so I apologise if my voice pitches out at some point, but yeah. Oh, if you sound like you're doing the truth, we've got to get something out. <laughs> Basically that. Um, this week we did not draw lots uh, because these two sons of bitches uh, like, I'm eating, I can't go first. And yep. Tom's like, oh, mine is, I need to go not first. So... Like, I was like, okay. So I'm going I'm first this week. But you fell for it, so we'll, we'll, go, we'll go for it. <laughs> okay. Oh, it was all a ruse, was it? Yeah, I got to mix it up occasionally, mate. Yeah, I know, but sometimes it's fun just to put people on the spot. They're like, oh, shit, um, you know. But it's fine. I don't mind going first. It's not a problem. Which is basically what we've just done for you, because we just put you on the spot and went, yeah, you're going first. But I'm prepared. Oh, well done. Yeah. Nerd. <laughs> Gold star for you. Gentlemen. Uh, with the whole um, Barbenheimer phenomenon currently taking over the whole oh, no, world. I'm going to say, we need a soundbite in there for that. <laughs> no, copyright, man. Come on. Yeah, go on. Anyway, find a way around it. Mm, not copyright, man. Don't fuck with the money, remember? You can fuck with the kiddies, but don't fuck with the money. You know? Why is it... Um, Is it Barbenheimer it's called, right? Not Barbenheimer, yeah. Barben B. Yeah, it's, it's Barbenheimer. <laughs> uh, there, there is, there is a... Uh, Opony is is one as well, but obviously it doesn't have the same ring as Barbenheimer, does it? So uh, yeah. got to go with the you know. But but because of the whole massive phenomenon, um, and the 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 crest and a wave that both films seem to be riding at the moment, I want to focus a little bit more on the Oppenheimer side of things, Uh-oh. if that's okay with you two gentlemen, and. I, I want to talk like about to... Barbie. Well, you can talk about Barbie in your topic. That's all well, I ever want to talk about. Topic, in my topic, we're going to talk about Oppenheimer, okay? Okay. And I would like to tell you the tale of Sutomo Yamaguchi. Why do you fuckers always talk over me? I'm trying to put a fucking narrative here, and you fucking always talk over me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Good why we like to see that and. You know, I just wanted to go in and say that I have not actually seen either film just before we Neither start. have I. I haven't seen either film. I haven't seen either film. I just wanted to make that clear. If anybody can okay. hear what I just said. That's fine. All right, then. I'm going to retreat back to my corner now. Good. You stay there until I tell you. Sorry, we won't talk over you for the next few seconds. Sorry. You fucking liars. You always talk over me. <laughs> that was a few seconds. <laughs> I would like to regale you with the tale of Tsutomo Yamaguchi. Uh, was a Japanese marine engineer who lived and worked in Nagasaki, but was in Hiroshima on a business trip. On the 6th of August, 1945, he was on his way to the train station when suddenly he realised he had forgot something. So he returned to go get it and at 8.15, he was walking towards the docks of the city when suddenly there was a bright flash of light 
as Little Boy detonated only 1.9 miles, that's three kilometres for our European listeners, away from his location. He ruptured his eardrums and... Is that true anything else? I'm trying to... Right, okay, yep. That's an L. No, it was an L that was connected to an I. And I was like, what the fuck is bunded? (laughs) But it's not. It's blinded. He was blinded temporarily, not bunded. He was not bunded, okay? But that would so, be very impressive, though. That's not like if, that. If, if he was bunded temporarily, I would be very impressed. I mean, I have no idea what it is, but fucking good on him. But yeah, he ruptured his eardrums and was blinded temporarily and had severe radiation burns, but survived. And he returned home to Nagasaki the following day to receive treatment for his wounds. And on the 9th of August, 1945, Yamaguchi, heavily bandaged, returned to work, and at 11am that day was describing what had happened to his boss, when again, only two miles away, Fat Man detonated over the city. He once again survived, but was ill for over a fat man. It was called the bomb was called Fat Man. Yeah, it was the name of the little boy and Fat Man. Little boy and Fat Man are the two bombs that detonated. Yeah, yeah. you can tell the Americans name it, can't you? Uh, Okay. Yeah. Um, He's also the most unlucky person you'll probably ever come to know in history. This is the topic. So um, he was ill for over a week due to infection, and he passed away on the fourth of January two thousand and ten in Nagasaki at the age of ninety three. So yes. Feeling touched upon it there. The topic is unlucky slash supremely lucky people, depending how you view it. So this guy was in both cities at the time both nuclear bombs were detonated and survived both. Now, does that make him extremely lucky or extremely unlucky? It depends how that's affected his life, I guess, if he's suffered like significant trauma from both. I mean, he had radiation burns his whole life, um, and he went. But Karma owed him payback, so if he played the lottery, he'd have probably won because Karma owed him a hell of a debt. Jeez, man. Phelan is like fucking psychic today. He is like looking into the future and ruining my topic. (laughs) I'll be quiet now. No, 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 no. It's just, it's quite interesting. It's quite funny. We'll, um, we'll get to it in a minute. But yeah, so it's the, the the topic is lucky, unlucky people. So I think that that's pretty crazy that you know he's he would he happened to be in both cities when the fucking nuke only two nuclear bombs in all of history that were used in worlds in in wars, and he happened to be in both uh, literally less than two miles away from both of them. Wow, <laughs> I mean that's pretty unlucky, but. Yeah, he survived to the age of 93. He had a family. He lost his hair. uh, And he had radiation burns for his whole life. But from all all intents and purposes, he seemed to have lived a 
happy, healthy life to the age of 93. Good for him. Does he want a medal? <laughs> well, he's dead. I don't think he wants anything anymore. Well, it's family level one. Has he ever found I wonder him? if he's got that. I wonder if he's got that on his gravestone. I mean, the only person to have witnessed both nuclear bombs and survived. Maybe. I mean, it's a big claim to fame, isn't it? Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> I mean, I, I so, as you say, so there's, there's only two of them have ever been dropped in history, and he happened to be less than two miles away from both of them each time that they dropped. He was the only person. Just, uh, he was the only person that, that was that was in both uh, and survived. Yeah, that we know of. Uh, that we know of, but I'm pretty sure others would have come forward had they, right. like, you know, had the fame that this guy had. You know, like, I'm pretty sure someone would have come forward. I mean, there might have been people that were in both, but then they died in the second one. Obviously, they didn't survive the second one, but. You know, he, he, from what we know, is the only person that was in both and survived and be less than two miles away from both epicenters. So just far enough away not to be vaporized, basically. <laughs> um, But yeah, I, I thought that that was uh, timely with the whole Oppenheimer thing uh, in the cinemas right now. And a big they should make a film about his life. Have they made a film about his life? Maybe in Japan. I don't know if they have in the Western world. What was his name again? Nakazaki. Uh, no, uh, Yamaguchi. It was uh, Yamaguchi. Uh, Tsutomo Yamaguchi. Tsutomo. I mean, maybe yeah. in Japan they've made a film about him, but yeah, I, I mean, yeah. the the problem is, is that in America you don't really make a glorified film about your enemies, do you? Japan was the bad guy, remember? So, yeah, true. Yeah, I mean, yeah, being in Japan makes more sense, and they can release it the same day as the Japanese version of Bobby, whatever that is. Exactly, Bobby. Americans don't make films that don't make themselves look good, ever. Um, I'm not sure. I, I, I mean, there are films that don't paint Americans in a fantastic light. But I I wouldn't say that these are very big blockbustery kind of films, are they? Or or ones that are going to be up for awards and stuff like that. I mean, I guess you could make a film like this and make it a comedy, but I think that would be a little bit, a little bit insensitive. insensitive. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know. I mean, but soon, man. I mean, too soon. pardon? Too soon, man. Too soon. Hey man, we've got films about the World Trade Center. So, I mean, not comedies, but you know. Uh, do you want to hear some more? Oh, oh, Fina's, Fina's back. Hello, welcome hey. back. Uh, Robert Evans, a gentleman from Boulder, Colorado, uh, in 2008 survived a hit and run incident. Uh, and whilst walking back from being discharged from the hospital, was hit by a train. <laughs> he survived, I'm assuming. He survived oh, both. Yeah. He survived both, yeah. He went back he, to the same right. hospital that treated him for the hit and run. <laughs> so in America, he got hit by a train. He was walking over an overpass that goes over the railway lines, apparently, and I'm guessing that the 
thing that they have on top because we have the third rail, whereas most countries have the pylons, the wires going above. Yeah. I'm guessing that maybe that came across the bridge and hit him or something. I'm not sure. But, yeah, it didn't go into detail about how the train hit him, but, I mean, that that's quite funny. I mean, again, lucky or unlucky, he survived both, but, I mean, it's pretty unlucky for it to happen in the first place, right? Yeah. I... And at some point, you have to question your own stupidity if you've been hit and run fine, but to be hit by a train at a crossing is one of those things. Slightly question your own, your own stupidity. Oh, actually, that Rather might be it. Yeah. See, they said a crossing. Yeah, you're probably right. See, I was thinking crossing here would be a bridge. You know, the, the only railway crossings we have are like for cars mainly, aren't they? But yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I didn't really think about that. Yeah, maybe yeah. Likely, yeah, yeah, probably more likely he was crossing a railway. <laughs> God, hit that yeah, way, but did no one come pick him up from the hospital? You know, come on, man. You got no Apparently, friends. he was a homeless man. So ah, well, there you go then. Gotcha. One more. Roy yeah. Cleveland Sullivan. No. I think there's a delay because that took you ages to answer then. No, he didn't. Not from my end. Okay. Well, it did my end. Anyway, no, you continue. Uh, I just thought he Cleveland... talking over you again. <laughs> Sorry. Fucking cunt. More than that. So, what was this guy's name? Roy Cleveland, something or other. Roy Evans. Roy Evans. The, yeah, the former manager. Liverpool manager. <laughs> Uh, Roy Cleveland Sullivan has survived being struck by lightning seven times. Wow. Well, seven survived, times? Where did seven live? times. He lived, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I say has survived. He, he, he is no longer with us now. Uh, he was not taken out by lightning, though. So just... just where, 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 where is he from? Where was he from? Uh, he was a park... He was a park ranger in an American park, yeah. yeah. So he was basically like out in the wilderness all the time. Uh, and yeah, he got hit by lightning. And I actually saw him in a documentary once when they were talking about it and they were trying to debate whether being hit by lightning once makes you more susceptible to being hit by it again. Because there are like numerous cases of people who have been hit multiple times by lightning, but he holds the record. No one's ever been hit more than twice. Don't we know that we know of, yeah. I mean, but again, it's one of those things. I mean, surely you'd come forward if you've been hit by lightning that many times, right? I mean, died, or, obviously. I mean, but then you didn't get hit by lightning and survive, did you? So, well, you did the first time. Just didn't want to by brag about definition, it. Definition: You haven't been <laughs> struck by lightning and survived. <laughs> Mate, if I got hit, if I survived one attack by lightning, I'd be bragging about that. Let alone two, two or three. But I would imagine it must make you more susceptible because you've got more static or electricity through your body. So you'd have more like I mean, a current or conductor. You'd think, I mean, maybe there's something to it. Like, yeah, it like makes you more attractive to the lightning, for lack of a better word. <laughs> yeah. The static shocks that dude must have had those criminal. Damn, you look <laughs> Yeah, it must have been shocking, yeah. Way. Hey. 
There's always one. He fucking loves his puns. He's, yeah, he's, right. he's really quick at them. <laughs> Frain Selek uh, has survived more fatal accidents than anyone and has officially been dubbed the world's luckiest, unluckiest man. Sorry, was his name Brain? Frain. Frain. Okay, Frain. I mean, Selleck. or it might be, or it might be Frane. I don't know, but F R A N E. And he survived more what? Sorry, uh, more fatal accidents than anyone else. Are they car accidents? Because I would question his driving skills. So, surviving a train crash, being sucked out of the door on his first plane flight. What? Jesus land- Christ! Yeah, first time he ever got on a plane, he got sucked out of the door and landed on a Wait, haystack. Landed on a haystack. Wow. Okay. Um, he survived a bus crash, his car exploding, two more car accidents, and being hit by a bus. <laughs> what was that? It should have made a movie about this guy's life. I think that's why I said, wasn't it? Um, I mean, maybe. Again. He'd be a stuntman's dream. So he's yeah, ultimate stuntman. Maybe Jackass should do a video on all the ways that he survived fatal crashes. That could be that could be the Jackass film. Yeah, maybe. Just literally just recreate the guy's life. But anyway, agree with that. touching back upon something Phelan said earlier, in 2010, Frain Frane, however you pronounce his name, aged 73, Brand. won 900,000 euros on the lottery. My man. Wow, well done. So yeah, he survived a train crash. Uh, being sucked out of a plane, uh, a bus crash, his car exploding, I mean, two more car crashes, and being hit by a bus. But he did win the lottery. So, I mean, being sucked out of an aircraft, man, just I don't want this boy going out. To be honest, this. I mean, he, he wouldn't have bought. Yeah, a I would literally. I'd have agoraphobia and never leave my flat. Yeah. I bet if I'm doing it. I'm going wrapped in bubble wrap. If he stayed at home, like an airplane would crash into his house, or a car would crash into his house, <laughs> or something like that. Say where this guy was from, mate. I'm telling you, I it didn't say on the website that I saw, but it's in euros, so it's obviously somewhere oh, in yeah. Europe. Yeah. The other, the other two you, were American, but okay. One more question: yeah. Was he looking for it? What to be sucked out of an aeroplane? He might have, he might have caused it himself. Do you feel he opened the door? <laughs> he was drunk. He opened the door. Who would have tried it? What happens if I do this? Yeah. <laughs> what happens if I do this? Oh, yeah. the up there. I'm just just there's the ground. I'm just just gonna free fall. Hang on a minute. Hay bales. I'm gonna hit I the mean, hay bales. To be fair. Noise. To be fair, it does have right in the big stamp writing above it. Do not engage while flight is active. Maybe it's like the, you know the whole "do not touch the button" thing. Maybe it's like yeah, oh, yeah, I really, yeah. really want to. <laughs> what happens if I do? It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nobody's looking. Just like you get caught, and then it's like, I mean the the. The car exploding, the two car crashes, and being hit by a bus. I give you that. But there is no way you can fake a train crash. 
being sucked out of a plane or someone else driving and crashing. I mean, yeah. unless he went up and punched the bus driver in the face, I don't really see how he caused the bus crash. <laughs> he, he could have done. I don't know. Right, unless he thought he was Superman and thought he would stand in front of the bus and it would crumple around him. He the thing that I find... The, driver the, the thing the that bus. I find really funny <laughs> is that you can obviously see a, a trajectory here. So he took the train and it crashed and he thought, right, I'm never taking a train again. Yeah. Starts driving everywhere and has all the car crashes and the car and the car blows up. So he goes, right, I'm not fucking driving anymore. So he starts taking the bus, that gets into a crash and he gets hit by one. So it's like, what the fuck? And then, he, and then he just decides, you know what, the last form of transport I can do is I'm going to go up in an aircraft. I'm sure it's safe. And then he ends up out the fucking door. Sucked <laughs> But how um, lucky is that to land on a hay bale, though, man? I mean, if I, I know, yes. man. fuck's sake. <laughs> um, I don't know if you remember this, race, but um, do you remember when we were playing Saturday uh, football? We had a TV crew turn up to one of the games because one of the players stuck his the head guys up the train got... and smashed it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you remember? Yeah, I remember that. And then Puffy. the guy down to give him a penalty because he wanted to get on <laughs> TV. <laughs> So, you know the old-style trains where you used to have to open the door, put your hand out the door to open the door from the outside? So, he right. was on he one of them. The windows. He had the window open. He stuck his head out, looked the other way, and then a bridge hit him, hit, hit his head. And then we'll get hit by a bus. During that game? No, fortunately <laughs> not, no. Yeah. Like, but this guy fell from the sky. It was really weird. Yeah, it, it just, just descended onto a random hay bale that was in the centre circle. <laughs> just, it was there. We were like, what? I, I wonder what that was there for. We just played We just played around it. It was just, yeah, you, know, you know. It'll play. You know, jumpers for goalposts and all that, isn't it? Wasn't it? Mm, yeah, exactly. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, I wasn't sure if you were at that. It just kind of popped into my head as you were going through, like, this how unlucky, lucky, unlucky people. Yeah, no, I mean, what what's your definition of luck and unlucky? I mean, it's unlucky to be in that situation in the first place, for sure. But, I mean, you're damn lucky to survive something like that, regardless, aren't you? I mean, I, I guess it depends on the type of individual you are, whether you consider yourself unlucky to be in the situation or lucky to have got past it. I think the first time it happened i'd think whoa i was so lucky but by the sixth or yeah. seventh i'll be like right okay i'm cursed right. i'm going to some witch doctor somewhere to change my juju because this this yeah this, this I, need right. to, I need to go to the drc and and you know crazy <laughs> mate but i think yeah like the first time you would you'd be like oh my god that was so lucky and then after that though you'd yeah. just be like who have I pissed off in a past life? Yeah. Did I fuck yeah. God's wife or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just be like, hey, like, whose sins am I paying for right now? Yeah, like, I must be like, I must have done something horrible in a past life. I was fucking Hitler or something. I don't know. <laughs> if I could, gentlemen, for just to wrap up this topic, I would like to tell you one more story, if that's okay. Please do. If I could indulge your your attention for just one more moment, I don't know. My attention span pretty short, so. But it's 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 worth it. it it's got a good ending. <laughs> Fair enough. I would like mean. to tell you the story of Mister Christopher Arthur Shulver, aka John Dilly, aka Arthur John Dilly, 
aka Christopher Arthur John Dilly. He uh, he had a lot of run in with the law. Hence okay, that explains that. That's the first thing I thought of when you get it. But it's not exactly the most inventive name changes because they're not that dissimilar. And it's I mean, the same John surname, Dilly. So it's like... John Dilly was. So his name's Christopher Arthur Shulver, and then you changed it to John Dilly, and you're like, okay, yeah, that's uh, that's smart. Totally different. But then it's like Arthur John Dilly. Christopher Arthur John mean, Dilly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just a new name in front of the, the, the old name. It's just like, <laughs> yeah. Christopher Arthur Shulver John Dilly. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he had run into the law. I wonder if you paid by I, I wonder if you paid by the word on your fake the letter on your fake ID. Well, he was born in eighteen eighty three, so I don't know how tight IDs were by that point. I mean, he didn't have driving licenses or anything, so First certificates and stuff. Right? You still need yeah, but documentation you can fake stuff, can't you? I mean, when it's all on paper, it's easier to fake, isn't it? Yeah, true. I mean, he was born in London, so there's no shortage of dodgy people in that area. No, this is true. Everyone in London. <laughs> um, he wa- worked as a st- allegedly, yeah. We're not. We're not. <laughs> there you go. Uh, he worked as a stoker with the Merchant Navy, uh, and he served on the Titanic's sister ship, the Olympic, before moving to the former in time. For her maiden voyage. Christopher was one of several firefighters who tackled and kept under control the fire that was in Boiler Room 6 for most of the voyage. A lot of people don't know that, but yeah, there was actually an ongoing fire. Yeah, big fire, yeah. For most of the voyage before it even hit the Titanic, uh, before it hit the iceberg, not the Titanic. The the Titanic didn't hit the Titanic. I did not know that. That's the first I've heard yeah. of that. Yeah, there was a there was a yeah. fire in one of the boiler major, rooms. Major that all, the coal basically just caught light, and then all of the coal was just feeding itself, basically. You know, so yeah, it they tried died not long after they actually left port, wasn't it? Yeah, that, but that they debated turning around, and then they were like, "No, nah, we can keep it under control." Um, yeah, nothing wanted to stop that maiden voyage, basically. Um, they basically when they were going to get when they they planned on when they get to New York and all the passengers are gone because none of the passengers knew they were basically just going to empty the whole boiler room all of the coal into the sea basically just to yeah. put the fire out so yeah uh but he kept it under control it never it never took the ship but at 11:40 p.m. on the 14th of April 1912 the ship hit an iceberg, as we all know, and sank in the Atlantic Ocean. Christopher would, however, survive the event and return to... If this is going to go where I think it's going, it's going to be absolutely hilarious. Nah, I can't possibly be. That's a long... That's over 100 years. Oh, do you think it's one of the people I've already read out? <laughs> <laughs> well, I know, but Tom apparently does. No, I, I was thinking of the Titanic thing that happened this year, but that, that's impossible. Ah, right, cool. okay. He would eventually return to working at sea when, upon missing his intended ship, 
he would board the Adriatic in an attempt to catch up to his aforementioned assignment. On the 11th of August 1922, during the journey, a coal bunker explosion would unfortunately take his life. He was 39 and was buried at sea, wrapped in the Union Jack. Out of eight surviving children from 13, only three of his siblings would outlive him, one of which, Anne Elizabeth, would go on to marry a man called Frederick Freddy Pike, who would, in turn, have seven children of their own, one of which, Irene Thelma, would grow to marry someone called Richard Walsh. They, in turn, would have two children, the youngest of which would marry a man called Clifford John Driscoll, and they would have five children, four daughters, and a son named Richard. I well have a relative who survived the Titanic and then died on a ship he wasn't even supposed to be on. <laughs> Couldn't make that shout, could you? So, lucky, unlucky. <laughs> that might explain some of your luck. Yeah, right, I'm cursed. <laughs> you are, yeah. My whole family line is cursed. No, yeah, he. Um, I've actually uh, seen his picture uh, at the Titanic Museum in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Why there is a Titanic Museum in Tennessee, I have no idea. It's a landlocked state. <laughs> uh, I've been to the one in Belfast, but... That makes more Tennessee. sense, but... Tennessee doesn't make a lot of sense. But yeah, no, he's, uh, his picture is up with the survivors, um, and... Yeah, no idea what Tennessee. Did he meet um, Jack and Rose? Yeah, he he's the guy that chased them out of the you know, Ooh, you know like when they were fucking around in the car. He was like, "Oi, get out of here, you bastards, you dirty boys!" Okay. Right, okay. <laughs> uh, when did you learn that you were related to this uh, this dude? It's always been said in my family. Like my mum has talked about it all the time. It's it's literally my uh, my nan's uncle so you know it we, we get it gets spoken about quite a lot but when i went to the museum like was when i was like i, I started paying more interest to it because i was like oh i'm gonna try and find him like to see if i can see on the survivors list so i got more information about him um and then yeah just the history buff in me just wanted to learn a little bit more so i just you know he's on you can find up you can google his name and it literally comes up with the with the um titanic uh pedia uh encyclopedia page that you can go and find out all about him so as you put you off going off going on a boat. <laughs> it should do shouldn't it but no i yeah, I, I don't really i don't have that i don't have that kind of fear you know life's for living and we're all gonna go sometime, so can't let it stop you from doing fun things. Like you know how like terrorist attacks never stop me from going on a plane or anything like that. So, so Tom, what did you want to talk about today? Oh, God. what do I want to talk about today. Um, so I think I've pretty much got Rich's answer for this already, but I'll see what Phelan thinks. Like in terms of Problematic entertainers. How far 
does a person or a celebrity need to go for you to be like, nope, I'm not watching any of your content anymore, or listening or whatever, like that. Basically, if it's a music star, a movie star, or whatever, um, is there any you know any one you've refused to like watch or listen to because of what they've done, or does that not really bother you at all? Basically, um, any examples anyone has of that? I could go first, you know, for for example. I'm just keeping uh, my mouth shut because you said you pretty much know my answer, so I'm waiting for feeling. Well, yeah, yeah, pretty much. But I just wanted to say, like, is there, you know, for feeling in particular, is there anyone you've been like, no, I'm not going to listen to his music or watch his films anymore just because of what he's done or that? Not particularly thing that bothers you. Uh, well, Kevin Spacey, I suppose, is the one that springs to mind for me. I was a big fan of a lot of his work, and then obviously all that. He has literally just been cleared, but um, yeah. obviously I I did I stopped watching a lot of his content. Um, I was like three quarters of the way through like season four of House of Cards, and then it found out obviously he got dropped from it, and uh, wow. I have never watched the rest of it. To be fair, um, so yeah, that, I suppose that would be one. But I guess. It depends on what it is. It depends on what it was, um, and you know whether it's proven guilty or not. It's a, it's a hard one, really, because yeah, I mean, even if they're know, not found guilty, you can still like believe in yourself if they are or not. You know, yeah, you and know. I and I guess it depends on what's what's happened. I think uh, for some of the stuff, like anything, I, I guess you know, like sexual assault, me do that sort of thing. I'm, would probably not do. I had to deal with a case of it at work a few months ago, and it was absolutely horrific. Um, sure. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I had to do an investigation into a colleague that was accused of uh, putting his hand down another colleague's top oh, in a God. in a freaking stairwell, and it was horrible. So I wouldn't wish wouldn't really wish that on anybody. So I think it it comes into that. To be fair, mm, yeah. I mean, I think Michael Jackson's a pretty good example of this, isn't he? Because obviously found guilty, found not guilty, sorry, of everything that he was accused of, but obviously people will still believe or one way or another whether he actually did abuse children yeah. or whatever. You know, um, it's just, I just find, like, more of the last few years, more and more, like, speaking out, for example, more and more people are being exposed, and it's, yeah, it, I don't know, it just kind of gets to the point now where it's like everyone's kind of a dick now, aren't they, really, you know? I just go on a case basis. Yeah, because I think it comes down to even like when you're talking about history and whether, you know, um, apologising for sins of the past or is it for part of our, you know, make up and you learn from those things and not kind of do them again. Because every single person, every single entity, every single organisation has a past of some form that we may look back on it now and think it's unacceptable at the time. It was socially acceptable, so I'm not necessarily a big believer in flogging people for things that happened in a time when it was acceptable, because our beliefs now have changed. If that makes sense for certain yeah, things, depends what they did. I mean, like Jimmy Savile or something like Rolf Harris, and you know, not really going to have much sympathy for them. No, uh, exactly, because whether it, yeah, it wasn't acceptable at that time. It was harder for people to report it at that time, which is why it wasn't as reported, but. It wasn't 
things that were, I, I find it harder to chastise people for things that were socially acceptable at a time, and we don't think they're socially acceptable now. Yeah, it depends what the what it is, obviously, but yeah, yeah, I get, I get your point. Um, context for, I think context for a lot of things is key. I yeah. guess is what I'm trying to say in a roundabout way. Yeah, I'll I'll give a couple of examples from my end. Like, I mean, Chris Benoit is a big one in terms of what's my favorite wrestler of all time. Then killed his wife and his child, and for a lot for a long time, I had a lot, you know, hard time watching his matches back. I wouldn't watch them or whatever. Um, I, can, I can do it now because I'm just numb to it. Really, it doesn't really matter. But I won't seek out like his like career highlights or anything like that and be like, oh, I have to go and watch that. I'm not really interested. Um, also, because he's in the news this week, uh, I didn't really plan it this way, but Ian Watkins of the Lost Prophets, you saw he got yeah. stabbed in prison. I was yeah. a bit of a Lost Prophets fan, had all their albums and everything, and uh, once that news came out, I was like, nope. nope. Yeah. This again, which is a shame for the rest of the band, um, but because he's the singer as well. Like, I don't know, because he, he's the singer. If he was the drummer, maybe I wouldn't give a shit. Uh, because of his voice on the records and on the music, and it's like I'd feel like a bit weird singing along to it. I don't know. Yeah, I, I get I get what you mean. You don't want to glorify that at the same time, do you? Yeah, I mean everyone's you know, everyone's up. You know, I did listen to a couple of their songs last year, and I just didn't feel anything really. But then they were they were like songs like like twenty years old, you know, and I'm older than I was back then. You know, maybe I just don't like their music anymore. You know, like a lot of that stuff we used to listen to back in day. Yeah. You go out, why do I listen to this? This is shite. Yeah, especially especially for us at that time, it was like, it was very different, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, I could listen to like Lincoln Park or Limp Bizkit or whatever, and I'm like, yeah, this is pretty bad. But it's because, well, because I was growing up in that at that time, I'm like, ah, I can still like it, even though it's shit. And I know it's shit. But, you know. Um, yeah, I know what you mean. So those two big big examples. I mean, R. Kelly's another one I can think of on the top of my head. Like, be a big music movie star recently been outed. And that, did I say movie? M- music star. He's been outed. Just did lots of people listen to his music anymore? They're not going to see him on a Spotify playlist or people listen to his music at parties or whatever no. like that. Yeah, you know, he's no, got no. a when you got on an album. I imagine anymore. I, like, I wasn't a big fan of R. Kelly to start off with, so I did really. It's out for me. Got great voice, but yeah, I won't. I won't listen to his music. I, I guess if you want to talk about uh, music and entertainer, I guess one would be Chris Brown, wouldn't it? After it, you know, because he got. I was never a fan, to be honest. No, neither was I. But yeah, he was vilified for six years, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, it's forgiven. You should make music again and make loads of money. Yeah, I think it got a lot of slack because obviously his kind of music is like pretty cutter, dancey music. You know, whereas someone with a, you know, a more respected, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Respected musician, whatever. Like John Lennon, for example, he beat up his wife, but it yeah. never gets mentioned because, you know, he was in the Beatles or, you know, any other music stars you can think of who were assaulting young girls back in the day like groupies or whatever. The, the people don't care because yeah. they were respected musicians or whatever. And Chris Brown, obviously, he made a mistake. He beat up his girlfriend at the time. I don't know if he came out and apologised. He probably, he probably did. But I think because his music's pretty shite, in my opinion, then they got a lot of stick. 
Fair enough. But he's watching. He's been watching Richard's facial reaction for the last few minutes. Like he's literally going to say something. <laughs> no, no, I'm just, I'm just listening to you two go. I'm just letting you two. You know, sometimes my job as a host is to try and keep things moving. Sometimes it's just sit back and just yeah. let you two go, man. I'm just happy to listen. I've got a whole list of people I've written down. I mean, uh, Marilyn Manson is another one that I've just noticed that's caught my eye. Um, you look at Marilyn Manson, you think, well, he was kind of weird dude anyway so we shouldn't really be surprised that he was outed as a, like a sexual deviant or whatever but i don't know i still listen to his music I, but not as consistent as i used to i don't know um so yeah i don't know if richard wants to give his opinion on anything well Phelan doesn't want to hear it so you know we won't we won't no, no, he's gone he's, he's he's gone off um yeah feeling don't feeling's just like no nah, i don't want to hear what richard has to say that fucking cunt that big no, it kicked no, me off. i'm just off <laughs> oh yeah yeah sure sure yeah um stoke austin yeah. one beat up his uh his wife uh i'm sure he apologized for it and it was forgiven and every really secret mission now Really, it's been 20 years, but you know, still pretty popular, still one of the most famous wrestlers of all time. But you know, I don't know, he's more respected than Hogan, and Hogan was what racist, wasn't he? Supposedly, came out with yeah, but I don't know. I guess it's a case by case. If you like the individual, then I guess you're more inclined to be on their side rather than if you don't yeah i think that, i think that comes down to your own your own views and beliefs though, doesn't it really yeah pretty much yeah i mean how many people saw the um ezra miller news like in the last year or so and thought well, i'm not gonna watch the flash anymore and when it comes out in cinema i'm not gonna watch any of his I films was, you know. the, the world that we live in right now i was surprised if that film made it to screen yeah, I don't think it was a hit, was it? I don't know. I don't think. No, DC not. films in general are bombs, but I was surprised that that made it to screen. I really was. Yeah, I mean, they put so much money into it already, didn't they? Though I don't think they had much of a choice, did they? I don't know. They just had to roll with it and just take the hit. And I'm sure there's a lot of people out there didn't give a shit about the allegations or didn't even hear about it. So, you know. Richard's very quiet. This is like the most quiet Richard's been on a podcast ever. It's fantastic. Hey, man, when you two are in a groove, there's no point me trying to interject. Unless you say something that I'm like, okay, no, I need to pick up on that. But uh, no, I'm just I'm just listening to you two. You know, you just yeah, you know, digging your own graves. And... <laughs> digging my own grave. No. No, I mean I'm um I mean you know you Tom you know pretty much about me. I'm I I don't give a fuck. I just unless they do something specifically personal to me, I don't really care, you know. I'm yeah. like I still listen to R Kelly, I still listen to The Lost Prophets. I still um watch Chris Benoit matches. I you know, I mean I don't it's I, I Michael Jackson still listen to Michael Jackson. I'd still watch stuff with um, the guy you mentioned earlier. Feeling fuck Kevin Spacey. Okay. Yeah, that's the one. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say Gavin. Gavin something. Gavin Spacey. Right. 
Gavin Spacey, yeah. Um, yeah, Kevin Spacey, yeah. I'll still watch stuff with him in. I do not give a flying fuck at all. Um, because I am very capable of separating the art from the person, you know? So it's like, I don't like this person as a person, but like you said, with regards to the Lost Prophets, it's like, he wasn't the only one that made that music, so why do I take it out on the other people who are in the band as well? It's not their fault that he's a sick fuck, you know? So this is what I would like to point out. I'd like to put in the caveat that at no point do I condone any any of the actions of these people whatsoever, but I don't. I'm. I, I can separate the the art from the people. You know, like if this person came up to me, I'd probably go, "Don't talk to me. You're a prick." But it's like, but you can play your songs. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, bearing in mind, bearing in mind that I've already given these people my money anyway. I'm not. I'm not lining their pockets anymore by playing the songs that I already own. So it's like I've yeah. I, I paid money for this already. I'm not I'm not funding your illicit child sex ring anymore just by playing the music that I've already paid for. You know? So yeah. streaming's different, obviously. I get that. I understand that that's a totally different kettle of fish, but I'm also pretty sure that I'm guessing that streaming revenue doesn't still go to the person that's in jail for, you know, paedophilia. No, yeah. They, they get... I mean, that's, you know, I mean, that's my assumption, but I don't know. But the the, the, the thing that I want to point out, I want to come back to the thing that, that, that Phelan said uh, with regards to, you know, Kevin Spacey was found, and, and what you said with regards to Michael Jackson, you said they were found not guilty but I still can't watch any of his stuff or anything like that anymore. So are you one of these people that's like that that is like mud sticks? Doesn't matter if you were found innocent, I still don't trust you, kind of thing. Depends on the no, case. Yeah, I mean I Kevin Space was only literally found all guilty like this week and funny enough I went back <laughs> I mean, and started off the other house and cars. So yeah, <laughs> it's literally only been this week that he was found not guilty. So and haven't been up since five in the morning because I feel like death warmed up right now. I did put House of Cards on from the beginning because I have generally liked um, uh, Kevin Spacey and actually cancelled. Cancelled. Phelan is supporting t- child paedophilia and terrorism. Kill him. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You're, um, you're, so yeah, if you're not against it, you're just as bad as the rapist. <laughs> But I think since having my kids, I'm a little. I am a little bit more sensitive to this sort of thing. Anyway, I think I have. I have found that in my own nature in terms of my my personality changing. That since I've had my kids, uh, I do. I say I'm a little bit more personal. So no, I get that. But if work, someone is if someone is legitimately found not guilty, then does then, that then, yeah, not mean I... that? So, so you, I would, I would deem in no a, offense. In a... Pardon? In the opinion of 12 people. Yeah. But this is the legal system that we have. Unless you can come up with a better idea, then this is the legal system that we have. And I would personally say, I think, not to talk in like 
hyperbole or make anything <laughs> too dr- drastic or anything like that. But I would say that that way of thinking is kind of what's wrong with the world right now. Is that well, I don't care what whether he was found guilty or not. They are definitely guilty, and that annoys me when people do that because it's like, well, this is the system that we have. Yeah, for all its flaws or not, this system has said this is the best way that we have found so far to deem someone's guilt or not. You know. Yeah. I get that, but you you have to judge it based on the information that we have. So so that by that definition, Johnny Depp is still a cunt and he deserves everything that's no matter regard, it doesn't matter that Amber Heard hit him and everything like that as well. And and was and was found, you know, she he was found no, she was found guilty of libel. Yeah, it was, yeah, libel. Whatever. Yeah. But it doesn't matter because Johnny's death. The, you know, the American version of defamation of character. But the thing is, is that was a civil suit as well. It wasn't. A, a, it was. A yeah, it wasn't a criminal suit. Yeah, yeah it wasn't a criminal. But if you are found not guilty in a criminal sense, that's the best system we have yeah. at the moment. Unless you can come up with a better one, then by all means fix it. I mean, I personally don't agree with trial by jury because I think it's stupid. Because jury members are stupid anyway. Members of the pu- no, they, no, they no, get no, a little no, bit like, they get a little bit like sheep. They're like sheep yeah. a little bit. One, one, you, you, one, you, they you, tend to follow you the herd. cannot go into anything without formulating an opinion. That is that, that's not how human beings are built. And also, lawyers and that do tactical things. You know, like the whole oh, uh, you know, like for instance, if I say something and I know that it's going to get stricken from the record anyway. It doesn't matter because the jury is now thinking about the thing that I wanted them to think about in the first place. A jury member's not going to go, oh, no, no, yeah, they objected to that. So that's, that's yeah, I'm going to put that right out of my head. No, yeah, it's, it's your own unconscious Yeah, you're going to th- now be thinking about that. And that is exactly what that lawyer wanted. It's like, I know that this isn't going to get into the case, but I've got the jury thinking about it now. And no jury member is going to turn around and go, oh, no, no, the judge just struck that from the record. So I will, that's gone from my brain. I will never think about that ever again. So I think that jury systems are flawed anyway. I totally agree with you. But it is the system that we have. And if someone is found not guilty in that, then you have to go with that assumption. In, that's, yeah, that's, but, but there are too many people like that that are like, I don't care if he was found innocent. He's guilty. And it's like, then, then what's the point of the fucking system that we have then? Would you be happy with someone doing that for you? If someone accused... Like, for instance, a, a different example. The Royal Mail thing. So do you guys know about the post office thing that was going on? I found out the post office. Right, but do you know the thing that was happening with the financial computer systems? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, because yeah. remember, my mum used to work in the post office. So right. So for the Tom's computer benefit, system, the computer system was showing that they were losing hundreds of pounds a week when they actually weren't. But nobody could actually fix the computer system. But people went to court. They went to prison for like hundreds of thousands of pounds worth of loss. You know, had their reputation mired, and you know, couldn't go out in their community. That sort of thing. Yeah, everyone was like, "You've been stealing my pension money." You're, yeah. you are, this is our local post office and you are taking money off of the top. 
And people were like, I didn't do fuck all. And yet the computer system was saying, no, you did. And they got arrested and some people served prison time for it. And it turned out all along it was a computer error. Now, if that situation happens... now. If I turn around and say, I don't care what the computer system says, you're still guilty, you still stole that money, is that fair? Or is it? Or do we have gradients? Well, stealing money, okay, you're a sweet old lady, so I'll forgive you. You're a white man who was accused of sexual assault, so you're clearly guilty. No matter what the court says. Do we, no, have, a, do we have a line? You're guilty if we did it or not. I mean, you can't really get away from that mindset, really, to be honest. But that's what I'm saying. That's what's be, wrong with people. There'll always be there's always there'll always be a person, no matter what anybody says, whether it's a, a court, uh, whether it's proven later on, there'll always be that one person be like, "I don't care, you did it." Yeah, yeah and yeah. I think that that's wrong. I think that that is one element that is completely wrong with our society. Because, society. like I said. No. Well, this is why I always constantly say people are stupid because people do stupid things like that. I'm not. I'm not immune to that. I. I probably will do something that people will go. Well, hang on a minute, you hypocrite. You're doing. You're saying that, but yet you're doing this. But I, I'm not aware of that. So someone needs to point that out to me if they see it. But the the right. thing is, is that if you then put your heels in the sand and go, well, no, I, no, I'm clearly right about that. Then it's like, well. Can I really trust you on any of the other problems you're saying are wrong with the world when that is something that you don't, you, yeah. you're unwilling to maneuver on? You know, that's that's I guess it, it can sound as well to the research you've done on the particular subject as well. You know, if you just read about it in your, you know, the sun or whatever, you know, the tabloids, yeah, you know, they're gonna lean one way or the other, aren't they? You know, most of the time. Um, oh, I'm 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 very aware that some people are like completely stuck in their ways and refuse to change. You know, oh, I've given you loads of evidence that actually counters the stance that you're having. Well, I don't care. I I still think it's like that. Right. So you're not basing any of this on fact. It's all just on your own opinion. But you're treating it as fact. Okay, I get it. You're a twat. Right. Uh, we, we, oh, I'm so talking about done... people within my own family here as well. I'm not. I'm not. Right. I'm not just talking about general people outside. There are people who are close to me who I judge on this same level. Okay, so, so that... coming back to sorry, go on. Did you want to say something? Uh, you, you go. You go. Okay, I was going to say coming back to like the Chris Brown thing as well. Are we in agreement that people don't deserve it second chances as well? Then. His music sucks. That I will tell you. Well, for, for instance, <laughs> someone I'm thinking about, someone I'm thinking about at the moment uh, is like Mason Greenwood, for instance. So he served his time. He has okay. been punished. Does he not deserve a second chance? Or well, it was it, it was never it never brought to court anyway. It's all been dropped, isn't it? Because she's recounted on her statement and said it didn't happen. Well then, there you go. Does that not? But 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 I'm still but reading it... things that are saying, well, no, I don't care what it says. He's guilty, and he should never be playing. He should never come anywhere near there's a football a... pitch ever again. There's an it's, there's a guy in Scotland that's gone through four football clubs yeah. in the last six months because you know he was found guilty at a civil <laughs> trial, not a criminal trial, um, and he played for a number of years at Clyde FC. And since he's left Clyde, he can't get another club because of the uproar because of what. 
allegedly, although he's found guilty in a lot in a civil court, he may or may not have done in a hotel room. Yeah, I think there's a lot of pressure on football clubs, isn't there, to not um, take these people on. Like, I mean, in well, Goodwillie's case, he was a convicted rapist, right? It, he did it. Yeah, that was different. Um, yeah. My suggestion for him would be to get another job outside football and not do football anymore. That's like Adam Johnson, though, isn't it? He tried to come back to play football after he was convicted. Who was that, uh, sorry? Adam Johnson. Sunderland. Oh. Uh, Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah, he tried, yeah, to, he, he tried to, come to come back. Yeah, yeah. Oh, all right. I didn't read anything about that. Yeah, yeah. This I, I remember that. Like, I think like there was a League Two team that was like debating on taking him or not, and then yeah. there was uproar. So they went, "Oh, actually, no, we better steer clear of it." But this is what I'm saying. So, do people not deserve a second chance? Well, you've got that for the entirety of criminal justice. People have been released from prison. You know, it's harder for them to uh, get jobs because, you know, yeah. much as we preach, everybody deserves a second chance. In actuality, we're not very good at preaching and practicing what we preach. I think it's very difficult if you're in the public eye, though, isn't it? Like, if you want to be a, a footballer playing for a football team, it's going to be very difficult for you to to get a job playing for a top team. With those I mean, my, my point is is that there's no shortage of talent uh, for footballers. So you, it's not like, yeah. oh, but we really need this player because it's like, well, you know, there's plenty of people out there you can go get. But this is your job at the end of the day. I mean, take that back down to a standard level, like Phelan was saying, you know, someone who just goes and works in a supermarket or something like that. Should they never be allowed to work in a supermarket ever again? Bit different though. But you you say that, but people don't treat you any different. I'm not a celebrity though, or you know, some yeah. people work mugs are not celebrities. They're but not I guarantee you, if you committed a violent crime and served your time, but people found out later on that guy working in Tesco, do you know he killed someone? They would not want you there. They would demand that you leave. They wouldn't want you living near them either. They would yeah. say, no, we, we don't want you living around here. And they would throw bricks through your window and things like that. Yeah, probably. Um, it's, the same, it's the same thing that sex offenders struggle with as well. It's like, you know, as soon as people find out, that's it. They're hounded out of wherever they live or whatever they do or anything like that. Is that okay? I mean, don't commit the crime, first of all, you know. That's the... The, the advice for you today, kids, if you're watching, don't commit the <laughs> if, crime. If, it, if only it was that easy, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah, if only it was yeah. that simple. This brings me um, back to the same thing when they were saying, like, oh, men need to teach their sons and have conversations with each other not to rape people. It's like, no one ever had that conversation with me, but I don't want to go and rape people. So yeah, exactly. it's not it's not a it's thing. Not, it's not really a conversation that should ever need to be had, is it? Really, it's just. Even if so, even if someone goes up to you and says, "I'm, I really feel like I want to rape someone," that's not the kind of person that you're going to be able to talk out of doing it. No, exactly. <laughs> like, oh, I would not call the police. I need, help. I need some help. Can you help me, please? If they asked you for help, that's different. But I mean. They, these people, I mean, they're not going to tell you anyway. They're not. No, of course they're not. No, no, no. Exactly. That's, 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 that's ever been like a recorded case of someone going up to someone and saying, 
I really want to rape someone. Can you like, help me out here? Like, or just, or just in conversation in the pub. I'm really thinking yeah. about becoming a rapist. <laughs> yeah, well, oh, yeah, I, I think tonight. you'll be I'm good at that. Go. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Can you get sponsorship? Yeah, you got some of your conversations that you're going to have over over a drink. Is it? I might just on my way home tonight. I might just, you know. Here we go. Here's a topic. If crimes became legal, which companies would sponsor which crimes? Ford <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, would probably sponsor getaway cars. Oh, oh, dude, dude, allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly, yeah. Well, you did say hypothetical. Stella Artois, spousal abuse. Yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> what what yeah. response to murder? I'm trying to think of. Sponsor uh, what? what? Sorry? Uh, bin bags. Sponsor murder. murder. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> just, just generic bin bags. Just... Yeah, yeah. Um, so no, they probably, probably actually sponsor a crime scene cleanup company. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Clean up company, like from. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, or you know, from John Wick when they just turn up with the the clean up crew yeah. of John Wick. He's probably ever been bags me that. Right, but so yeah. So second chances. Do we do we not think that people deserve them or case by case basis, mate? I've said yeah, case by case basis. But then if you're doing a case-by-case basis, then you need to have some sort of framework, specific framework in place. This is what I'm saying with a lot of problems that people talk about today. It's like, okay, but where do you draw the line? Like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan. I'm, I'm, I fully agree with feeling that as a historian, the first thing you're taught is do not judge people from the past based on your morals and standards of today. As a historian, you have to do that because you cannot judge people based on the world that you live in right now. So I fully agree with Phelan that I don't think history needs to be apologised for. It's like... I don't also need I to mean, be rewritten because it is a fabric of who we are as a society. And, you yeah. know, like everything in the world, times move on, times change, what's acceptable becomes different. You yeah. Do do you know what I mean? You can't you can't punish history. Because to 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 finish my point is like, okay, well, if we apologize for slavery, where do we draw the line? Because in that case, I want an apology from Italy. Because my people were, were slaves to the Roman Empire. I want an apology from Norway, Denmark, Sweden. I want an apology from all of them. Yeah. Um <laughs> I mean, where do you draw the line? And why yeah. do you draw the line there? I think it's fine to look back at history and go, that that wasn't right, was it? But you know. Oh yeah, yeah, no, I totally agree with that. That is not what I'm yeah. saying. You got learn, but what I'm saying from... is, yeah, yeah, that's but the there's, difference. There's a difference yeah. between looking back at it and going, these are the lessons that we learned from this experience, yeah. and, and we don't do we that don't anymore. Do... Yeah, and this is why we don't do X, Y, and Z. Well, we actually do A, B, and C because of what happened in history. But mm. as you know, you can't. If you're going to apologise for things that happened in history and apologise for every single event, we'll be apologising to the Americans. Germany has to apologise to three quarters of the world. Um, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just it, you would you would just have an endless raft of apology letters going backwards and forwards and round and round. 
and and the thing is as well is that you know it wouldn't end with an apology because once you admit guilt there'll be like people going right well i'm going to sue for that now yeah yeah i was gonna say money and it just it just wouldn't work whole thing would collapse yeah so i acknowledge it learn from it but it doesn't need to be apologized for because how would you like it how would you like it in if in 250 years time from now people thought you were the worst kind of person in the world because you owned animals you fucking bastards how the fuck could you enslave a cat or a dog that is a li- how no you kept it you oh, owned it that is disgusting but the thing is is that who's to say that that's not going to happen? And they don't look back on us and think that we are the worst people ever to exist because we kept animals as pets. That is disgusting. Or in a, or in a zoo. beings in prison. Exactly. But you don't know that that's not going to happen. And then people will turn around and go, oh, but that's ridiculous. You're talking about animals and not people. But, okay, great. But at one point in history, we thought that black people were a different species. So what's your point? Knowledge and, grows, yeah. and we learn the errors of our mistakes, and then we move on from it. And to anyone that still treats people, black people, in a bad way, you're a cunt, and you're a fucking idiot, and I'm not defending racists at all. You are an asshole. You really need to change the way you think, because it makes no fucking sense whatsoever. But that doesn't mean that I feel you have to apologize for, for things that happened in the past. I mean, unless you specifically did it. Like, if I punched someone in the face, then I wouldn't turn around and go, what happened in the past? I don't have to apologise. Yeah, I would I would apologise for that because I inflicted that upon someone. But I'm not going to apologise for something some other white dude did 200 years ago because like, I don't fucking know that guy. I mean, I'm not going to apologise for some random guy. <laughs> yep. But anyway, yeah. But my point was second chances. <laughs> So you say the case by case basis, yeah, okay. Yeah, but then okay. who makes the case? Who makes the rules? Me, I make all rules. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm down with that. As long as someone takes the blame, I'm yeah. all right with that. So I was a scapegoat. Well done, well done, Tom. You're now the scapegoat. Congratulations. Yeah, all the people that hate your rules are coming after you now. You know that, right? Yeah, man. Take one for the team. Well done, Tom. Yeah, maybe not then. In that case. Um... <laughs> I know, I know how I feel about things, and I have a, I have a certain moral compass, and things aren't going to turn me away from that, you know, unless something that I believe is evidently proven to be wrong, in which case, but I don't hold on to anything that, you know, firmly that I'm like, you know, my opinion couldn't ever change on it. I mean, maybe there are some things. I guess you don't really know your own weaknesses, do you? But. I feel like if someone came to me with some evidence on the contrary, I'd be like, okay, I can understand that. But it needs to stand up to, you know, it has to be facts. It can't be opinions, you know. Like, you can't come up to me and go, well, you know, that some guys come out and said that giraffes are actually, you know, related to penguins. So they're more like birds. It's like, okay, but can you prove that? Can you show me the facts for that? And then I will be like, okay, fine. Giraffes are birds, but if you're just saying some guy said it, then I'm not. Gonna, giraffe you know. Yeah, 
That's what I want. Fuck Dumbo. I want to see a giraffe fly. Yeah. <laughs> that would be scary, though, man. Flying giraffes. That's not Mental. Um, so, one last thing I would like to talk about before we before we move on. Um, so, what what do you think about um, celebrities that have towed the whole peace and love for everyone kind of line, and then actually been found out to be completely different? How do we feel hey, about man. them? And do we feel that they tend to get a bit of an easier ride because they were the, you know, for instance, so, so, so the thing I'm thinking about now is that a lot of stuff has come out in the past week or two about Lizzo, um, about how she's supposedly a bit of a cunt, to be honest with you, but um, she's been all allegedly. about the whole black, allegedly, yeah, I don't, I don't know, but stuff has come out, but apparently she's been, she's always been about the whole Black Lives Matter, body positivity, be who you be, love who you love, kind of thing, but apparently she's come out as a bit of an asshole, allegedly. Do we think that she's going to get as hard a ride as Kevin Spacey, for instance, or is she going to be not attacked as harshly, because if we attack her, we're kind of also attacking us because we held her up as one of our idols for so long? Like you said, John Lennon as well. Like you beat his wife, you know, but people don't really talk about him because he's seen as someone that's like, oh, everyone love everyone, the whole world. She's died young along. as well. Yeah, that as well. Yeah. So like if he was still around now, then there'd probably be more backlash, I imagine. But a yeah. lot of these people are so heavily um, PR spun that it's you're never actually going to know the truth. The true intentions of an individual are you because it's all PR, it's yeah. all made to, it's all there to make them look good. Ninety nine times out of hundred, it's all a facade anyway. Yeah, so I don't know. If and you it'll probably, la it'll probably last one news cycle, and then it'll just. Oh yeah, I mean, I've disappear. already started to not hear about it already, but you know, because they're not. Celebrity these days, anybody can be a freaking celebrity. You just go on to a reality program for one day and you're considered a celebrity. I mean, we're, we're I mean? trying to be celebrities here, aren't we? So, you know. Yeah. If you want to take it to the nth degree. But do you know what I mean? We make, we, we, we hold people that are <laughs> sometimes not the nicest of people because they've been on a freaking TV program. Yeah. So I think the definition of what classes a celebrity is different, but those people are so micromanaged in their public persona that yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if a lot of this. Stuff yeah, but I think if are. you're saying a big singer, a a big you know headline singer, I don't think I would class them as celebrity. I think that that is a legit celebrity, isn't it? Depends on a, a, a singer with one song. That goes viral is considered a celebrity. They could do nothing else with their entire career, but they'll still be considered a celebrity. Yeah, but I don't think that the people song. I'm talking about are classed as that. I just generally class because, like, the word celebrity is so low down, considered a celebrity. I tend to just all any type of individual that fits that kind of spectrum, you know, I, I can't afford the same opinion of them because they're all manufactured, most of them. PR to the hill. 
Because let's face it, they're probably not, they're not, most of them aren't even in control of their own social media. It's somebody else that does it for them. I don't know if you guys, um, obviously the speaking out movement was pretty big, wasn't it? Um, but there was a um, <clears throat> a movement in British wrestling about speaking out. I don't know if you saw that at all. Yeah, there was. Yeah, I did. Yeah. The pandemic started. Uh, yeah, basically speaking out, British wrestling, there's loads of people that are outed for sexual abuse or under. Yeah, the guy that the guy that was a booker of ROH sexually assaulted a 15 year old on a on an indie show in the UK. Marty Scurll, but yeah, huh? Yeah, Marty Scurll. That's the one. Thank you. He was well, one of the best in the world, and he was going to be in AEW wrestling with Kenny Omega and all these guys, young bucks. He's friends with all them, and then whatever happened with him. But I was going to mention here. I was going to mention um, David Starr, whose whole gimmick was basically I all for inclusivity in wrestling and LGBT and all this and that. Uh, we should have a union, all this, and uh, he was outed as a bit of a twat. Well, I mean, that's so. just a that's just a gimmick, though, isn't it? That's not that's not actually who the person is, you know. Well, that's, so that's why I go back to in terms of PR spin, isn't it? You know, they'll do they'll do anything to appeal to a certain demographic and say anything to appeal to a certain demographic because they buy their shit. Yeah, but the, my point was is that these people hold. You know that demographic holds these people up as one of their champions, and then when yeah. it, when they are found to collapse, you don't really hear a lot from these people. You know, deriding well, the look at of their champions. Look at Jordan Henderson. Uh-huh. So he's obviously, yeah, he was a big supporter of the LGBT oh, thing and at Liverpool, gone to Saudi Arabia, gone to Saudi Arabia. Yeah, exactly. So, and you heard about that for all of about one day. And then, like, and then it disappeared. Then it disappeared. Uh, a little bit, but it's not as like as bad as it was like, when he first joined, really. But I think people will forget about it pretty quickly, won't they? I know, I'm guessing... Yeah, people also have real short-term memories because of the way we digest our information now. I'm sure there's a lot of people that are disappointed in them and don't want anything to do with them again, like in the LGBT community, for example. But I think most of the world will not be that bothered about it, really. I think the problem is as well is that the media knows that there's certain people that you don't go after. It's a, it was a very serious topic. Uh, Phelan, what did you want to talk about? Well, as we were talking about Oppenheimer and everything else earlier. Oh, yeah. Um, back to Barbie. <laughs> yeah. The uh, Oppen, Barbie, Barbieheimer, whatever you want to call it. Do you think that this has gained so much Hullabaloo, traction, uproar, fascination, because quality of films is in the toilet, just in general. Um, because this, these two films are not the first two sets of films to have been released at the same time where you could do, in theory, a double header. My, um... I would say... No, go on. But it's changed so much. Don't get annoyed, Tom. Go ahead. All over the Sorry. world. There was a delay, so I didn't. I didn't know you were about to talk. I would say I think releasing them on the same day was probably a, like it helped both of them really, didn't it? In terms of. But they're not the first two sets of films to have been released at the same time. They're not the first two sets of big. Of you know, I don't know whether you'd class them both as big budget or big ticket films that have been released at the same time. Maybe you've never heard. 
since uh, the pandemic started and ended. I don't even think it's the pandemic. I think it's the first since no. like viral social media. I think that's what's had a bigger p- grow on it because, as you said, there's been plenty of films that have been released together. I think this is the first major one since the explosion of social media where most places don't advertise regularly anymore. They tend to go for viral ad campaigns. I think that's the first yeah. time that it's been since then. I mean, I was, I was quite surprised how big it took off, really. I mean, especially on the Oppenheimer side. Like, I know it's directed by Christopher Nolan, but that one getting an had a lot of big stars in it as well, I guess. But surprised that one got as much attention as it did. I don't think it would have got that much attention if it was released on the same day as Barbie. I don't think Barbie would have got as much attention if it wasn't released on I the same day. I would agree with. I, I think if you release the two films individually, they don't get anywhere near. Both films don't get anywhere near as much press as as, as they have. Because yeah, I agree with that. You know, they, they're they're two tonally very different films, which may be why the back the back to back thing kind of works for them i don't know but the point i was going to ask was do you think it's be, do we think it's because outside of like a white rag campaign which i think is a very good point just the quality in films in cinema in general is is gone well i think the problem with that kind of argument as well is that that's also subjective so i've spoken to many people who have gone no no like this is a golden era for films right now like there was someone who i spoke to on twitter um where they were saying something about, uh, I can't remember what film it was now, but it was, again, it was the whole, you know, oh, this film isn't doing well because men are sexist and stuff like that. And I chimed in with, no, this film didn't do well because it's just a bad film. It's not written well. No, it was it was later no, than I... that. It was, this was like last year sometime. I can't remember what film it was. Um, uh and I was like, the problem is, is you can't attack half your audience and then complain when half your audience doesn't show up. Um, yeah, I know. Oh, I can't remember which film it was, but I know which film you're talking about. Yeah. And and one guy oh, on yeah, there. It was. Yeah. So I said, it doesn't matter film stars. It doesn't matter who the lead is or anything like that. Write a good film with a good script yep. and a good story and people will go and see it. People will love it. And someone said, um, so it does matter who's in it then. And I was like, huh? Sorry. What, what are you saying, mate? I, I don't. When did I say that? And he said, well, you said it doesn't matter who it stars, but it has to have a good story and a good script. And I was like, yeah. So why does that necessarily define who's in it? And then they replied with, well, I would never go and watch a film with, with that didn't star people that I knew in it. And I was like, really? What? And he's like, any, any film that I see with someone in it that I know is a good film. Any film with someone who does who I don't know is a bad film. So there you go. So there's that's what I'm saying. Some people will say it's a great film just because it stars someone I know. So it has Margot Robbie in yeah, it. Ergo, yeah. it's a fantastic yeah. film. So some people, so that's a very subjective thing. To me, I totally agree with you. I think modern movie culture, you know, things that are being released now is is the the the, the depths of the depths. I completely agree with you that I think that yeah. we are scraping the barrel here 
I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say that about Oppenheimer because I think that that's a pretty interesting story to tell. I don't know the quality of the it's film. One of the few films, no, but it's one of the few films that's not a reboot, a rehash, a yeah. remix, a superhero film. I think what probably goes down to there's not a lot of just unique original films. Everything yeah, is yeah, yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah, is a remake of an intellectual property of some form, yeah. or a continuation yeah. of an intellectual property. Yeah, you know, that's. I remember standing outside Rygate Cinema like this is before I could drive, so they were talking like over fourteen years ago. I remember looking at the posters that were on the uh, outside the cinema, and I was like, remake. Uh, sequel, sequel, sequel. I can't remember. One of them was Pirates of the Caribbean or something like that, like three or four. I know, but this yeah. has been a problem for years, you know. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not I don't think it's a modern problem. Yeah, I, I just I was... feel like it's become a lot more prevalent in the last kind of, say, 10 years or so. When, I, mean, I, I, think... I can't really think of a film that I was genuinely excited to go and see Spider Man. I am um, no, no way home just because I'm a, I'm oh, a sucker for nostalgia basically you know um yeah, yeah. I will suck on the nostalgia tea all day long um I I I think that me and you might have slightly different reasons as to why we think films in the toilet right now um like I mean I get that everything is a is is part of a universe or a sequel or a reboot or something like that. Everything is part of that. I I totally agree. There are very few original concept films out. I totally agree with that. I think that film is in the toilet for another reason. But that's that and that's because I think it's it's too politicized now. Um if a film doesn't do well, it's because you know the audience yeah. is racist or the audience is sexist or something like that. That was something, rather than it's not a, a good film. Yeah, there's always an excuse for a film. If a film if a film bombs, I'm going to use that word. Uh, it's always because of an external factor or some reason or some somebody somewhere is trying to justify why the film didn't do well. Not for the fact that the film is just not very good. It's because you know. Women age 18 to 25 don't want to go see this film. They therefore, you know, we'll just write that part of our audience off, you know, or this film didn't do well because men decided they didn't want to go see it because it's too feminine or some bollocks. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, they don't, nobody really seems to be stepping back looking at it and going, just actually wasn't a very good film. But I think that a lot of films like, also have that within their whole marketing thing like i personally don't want to see the barbie film because i already feel like i know what it's going to be about men are horrible little girls can grow up to be anything they want to be they don't you know you don't have to play with your barbie you can grow up to be a doctor or an astronaut or even the president of the usa you know, and and I know that that's what it's going to be, and I don't really want to hear that anymore because Aliens wasn't a good film because Ripley was a woman. You know, it it wasn't a good yeah. film in spite of her being a woman. It was a good film that happened to have a female lead that was written very well and made sense. That's 
what it was. I don't care that it's led by a female. I don't even give a shit if the lead character is a transsexual, uh, homosexual man, woman. What I don't care. Just make it a good story, and I'll be like all over yeah. it. And I, I just feel that I personally feel that that's why films aren't doing great at the moment. Just because I'm gonna be yelled at when I go and watch it, and I don't want to be yelled at anymore. I just want to be entertained. I want escapism. Yeah, you want to be able to put something on, watch something for two hours and forget about reality for a little bit. Sorry, come on. I I love watching his face. He gets so annoyed. (laughs) The the convenience factor is another thing, right, though, isn't it? It's it's not very convenient to go to a cinema. It's more convenient to stay at home and you know, watch stuff on streaming. Cheaper. I'd agree with that. And as well as that, you know, you don't spend five pounds for a packet of M&M's or anything like that. You know. It's not even that. It's just like £15 for the ticket, isn't it? It's like fucking Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm sure there's people that go to the cinema all the time and they love watching films or whatever, and they'll tell you, it, you know, films are great now just as they were back in the day. I mean, I get this problem with music fans a lot of the time, you know, they'd say there's no good music out there. You're not, you're not looking for it. That's why you're not finding that, and that's why you're saying it's shit. I think the problem yeah. is with that yeah. as well is it's subjective, isn't it? It's like I might really enjoy yeah. something and you might hate it, and it's like, well, that's fine. And so this is why I think that that was an interesting way that you framed it, you know, because I was expecting the whole social media thing, not the not the whole. Do you think films are bad? I mean, because some people won't say films are bad. Some people will say. You know, oh, Hollywood's at its peak right now. You know, some people would. They're going all the time yeah. to watch movies. And, well, and I have no problem with them for that. You enjoy whatever you enjoy. If you fucking love cinema at the moment, then good for you. If you fucking love any type of music right now, good for you. Enjoy it all the fuck you want. But don't call me racist because I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I ask that is all I ask it's like you love it as much as you want I don't care if you fucking like think it's the greatest thing that you've ever heard good for you I'm glad that you're having a good time please continue to have a good time make the world a happier place you know and that's it you know it's like love what you love and if I don't like it then I don't like it it's just how it is you know I think that when they released, when they were both went to release them, they they didn't know. And then as soon as people started cottoning onto it, they were like, "We can really lean into this." Yeah, because some of, like some of the celebrities did it, didn't they? First, and we're like, there's a few of them that did it back to back, and then you know they just literally, as you say, the app marketing team for the two companies have literally grabbed hold of it. Yeah, I think it's, a way I think to good for them. They they saw revenue. something and they went for it. You know, like good for them. You know, if it works. Um, for me because I don't want to see it for them, but yeah, it's worth I a lot would of people. watch Oppenheimer. Yeah, same. I would. I, I, I'd go see it. Just I wouldn't pay for it. I wouldn't watch it in the cinema. No, I'll wait for it to be free, no. uh, and I'd watch it then. Um, but I, 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 I hope, I hope that it's not gonna just ram a political agenda down my throat because you know that's a very delicate. Yeah, I was going to say, it's, it's a tricky one to sell. If you try to politicise that, it's very dangerous to do. Yeah, I mean, it needs nuance. Especially where we sit need... at the moment with Russia. Yeah. 
you can't. I mean, hist- historically, you could say, you know, one team good, one team bad, but then the good team is the team that did the most it, outrageous atrocity yeah. that's ever been committed by anyone, you know, like, arguably, I don't know, maybe someone would say, like, what the Japanese did was worse, I don't know, but... Japanese didn't do it to... I mean, they did do it to innocent civilians, actually. No, I shouldn't say that, because they did. Yeah. China really suffered under so, Japan. So, um, But this is what I'm saying. Nuance, man. It's it, it's so delicate and so... And as a historian, you know... Well, I'm not actually a historian. As a history buff, as, as someone who has studied history, you can't look at something... This is, I think this is why I have the worldview that I have, that everything isn't black and white. Everything's grey. Everything is murky and muddy and dirty and nothing is ever cut and dry. Like like Tom likes to say all of the time, I'm sure Hitler didn't wake up thinking he was evil every day. What's it? Yeah, no. because the world isn't black and white like that, you know? It's, it's, yeah, so I hope that they don't overly politicize it and tell the story actually as it was you know but i'm i'm i mean i would watch that but barbie i don't have any time not because it's a female-led film or because it's about you know you know what if it was like if it's like the lego movie i will probably love it because i like the lego movie i thought that was really fun and entertaining and it was good and if it's like that then i'd be like yeah i'll watch barbie yeah of course i would that you know it's good i just i i i just Barbie is the biggest. It's not that. It's Barbie is the biggest tool that you could use to try and politicize something, and 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 that's what I'm worried about. But if it's not like that, then please let me know, and I will watch it. You know, because if it's fun and entertaining, they've just they've announced that there's going to be a a true sequel. I say true sequel. There's plenty of sequels to the Exorcist. It's made over a billion. Wait, to the what? To the Exorcist? Yes. Comes out in October. No, 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 no. The Exorcist. Uh, one of the 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 mother of uh, the mother yeah, is in it. The trailer. Yeah. I I really didn't know how to feel about that because that film is iconic, and I just feel like that they you know they're trying to tie it tie the name to try and generate yeah, universe, mate. <clears throat> Again, Exorcism yeah. Universe. The EU. Well, it's supposedly the same creature, I think, and you know, it's got the mother see, from. See, this is this would be my point. This would be my point. Is again, the first one was based on a true story, so you can't say yeah. that about the sequel because the sequel never happened in real life. So, yeah. So it, it's 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 clearly trying to profit off the name of the of of the name Exorcist, and I really I I was felt very indifferent after having watched the trailer and. Because it's such an iconic film. Maybe one was to put on Terrifying Tom and see what you get back to plug there. Oh, it, it, it will uh, be at some point on Terrifying Tom, don't worry. But thank you, Phelan. Was that your plug, yeah? It was, yeah. <laughs> Terrifying Tom, available um, now, wherever you're listening to this. Uh, it doesn't spoil um, it, Back to the World on that one, to be honest. Uh, you know, if they can make another ET, they would. If they can make another Back to the Future, they would. Oh, you know. they, they, they are. They want to reboot Back to the Future. I know that for uh, a fact. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm fairly certain I've read that they want to do that. I mean, I hope they don't, but, you know, at the end of the day, 
we've the originals are always going to be there, aren't they? So you know. Whatever. See, that's that's my that's my philosophy on it. Like, I I, I get. I get why people are passionate about things, and if you fuck with someone's passion, they're gonna get angry about it. I totally understand that. I do not have that close. Uh, you know, I love, fucking love Jurassic Park with a passion. That is my all-time number one favorite film. But I don't care that they're fucked up with the sequels because I just won't watch them. It's like there's only one Jurassic Park film, and that's it. No, no there's only one. No, there's only one, mate. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't think Jurassic World counts either. I like Jurassic World. I also like Jurassic Park Lost World as well. Those are probably the, the three I'd say that were good. Uh, the other three, not so much. They're all watchable, totally apart from number three. Number three is terrible. None um, of the other ones are watchable. They all are ridiculous. I mean, how the fuck can you buy a dinosaur for less than you can Alan Shearer? <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. yeah, fair enough. But it's very watchful. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm very much of the of the opinion, like Tom just said. You know, the originals are there, and it's like I just won't watch the new ones. But that's not to say that I don't get why people get annoyed when you fuck around with something that they're passionate about. It's just I don't have that amount of passion for anything. I don't have that amount of energy. Yeah, I mean, you look at the Terminator films. How many years have they been trying to recreate the magic of one and two, and they just haven't got anywhere near? But they still the, make money. The late Matrix film that was basically a rehash of the first one. I completely so forgot that existed until you just said it. It's like it's the same reason why I don't want to, why I don't watch any of the Disney live action remakes because it's like, well, a yeah. they're shot for shot for films that I like more that have no soul. You know, it's like all of the original. They are very political sized. Yeah. You should look at the yeah. Little Mermaid one. That's highly. Jungle, Jungle High Mom was very good, though. Mm-hmm. I thought Jungle Mom was very good. I didn't hugely like the animated Jungle Book, so I really didn't want to watch the oh. live action anyway. But I just think that they're cheap cash grabs with no soul, basically. The animated yeah. films just have so much more heart. <laughs> About them, they don't care about that. As long as they're making money, no, give a I shit. know, I know, yeah, I know. It, it's like when you look at some of the Marvel films that are coming out now, you look at some of the CGI in the Marvel films, they're worse than some of the films we were watching in the early 2000s. Jurassic Park was made and, in 93, and that still looks better than loads of films. Team 2 was made in 92, and you know, they didn't have half the technology we do now. Well, look at the amount of uh, stick James Cameron got for Avatar. The length of time between Avatar one yeah. and two, and now the fact that three, four, and five are going to be released by twenty twenty six, or something yeah. stupid like that. You know, it's not enough time to put together a film like that. And this is why I always say people are stupid. People so don't name the title of the podcast. <laughs> people don't think about the ramifications of the things that they ask for sometimes and they don't think of, they don't fully think through well okay that's great but how would that work like tom earlier for instance you know case by case basis great but how would that work you know it's like okay it's all well and good saying you're coming up with our idea or saying we need to do something 
but then are you going to be okay with the outcomes of that? No, because you don't want to give up your convenience. Yeah. And that's why people are stupid. Send me. I'm stupid. I admit that I'm stupid about things. I don't know everything. Thing is, though, is that I can admit I don't know everything. Yeah. Like I said, I don't think trial by jury is a good idea. I mean, personally, I would say that the best idea is to have people who are educated in law judging law cases. But then maybe there's a problem to that that I haven't foreseen. I don't know. And people that are in law aren't down with the streets, you know. Oh yeah, because that's important in a in a in a trial. Yeah, Yeah, you got to be down with the streets. Yeah, but he doesn't know the street code, does he? You know, like snitches get stitches. Ah, good, good point. Yeah, snitches do get stitches. (laughs) Feeling looks like he's spaced out. Right. Well, we've been going for over two hours. We're getting towards Tom's time of uselessness as well. So, <laughs> it generally seems to start to sink into his chair. You can you can follow it throughout the throughout the podcast. His yeah. eyes start finding in there, which you start drooping. Um, okay, you, you should release one that way in case when Tom just starts to turn off. Just, just, just like like a flip book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Anything, any, anything you want else you wanted to talk about, Phelan, or were you? No, I'm all good. Yeah, no, that's it. I sparked a bit of debate. It's always good. Well, I will wrap this up here then. And just before we wrap up, of course, we need to thank our Patreon supporter Cole Worley, who is one of the hoi polloi on our Patreon page. He donates to us every month, and he gets access to early shows. He could have actually watched this live, whether he did or not. I'm not sure. If you're here, Cole, hello. If you're not, then sorry you missed out. But yes, he could actually watch us recording this live. And you get access to unedited behind-the-scenes footage of us doing shows like this or any show that you enjoy. So, once again... Head on over to Patreon if you want to do that yourself. Or you can make a one-off donation on our PayPal. The All the links will be in the description. And I'm pretty sure at the end of this, there will be a QR code that you can scan as well. Yeah. Thank you very much, Cole. If you two could sign off for me, please. Let's go in reverse order this time. Feeling. Thanks for having me. Pleasure to be here as always. Tom. I've been Tom, allegedly. Uh, thanks for listening. <laughs> oh, my God. And allegedly, oh. people are stupid. Oh, my God. Are you fucking serious? Are you fucking serious right now? Oh, my. I know he was a cunt, but I didn't it's know you were a cunt. Hell. Oh my Jesus, are you fucking serious? We were, I was literally editing a video yesterday where you said, oh yeah, that's going to be my new catchphrase and you didn't even fucking do it. Did I? What was that then? Tell me why I'm five minutes joining ago. Me. Thanks for joining me. Yeah. No, because I say thanks for joining me, Tom, and then you go, thanks for joining me. So. Ah, but, 
I'm not gonna it doesn't that. matter now. It doesn't matter now. You've been a cunt. You've ruined my fucking. <laughs> I can't believe these motherfuckers are stealing ready. my stuff, man. Everyone keeps stealing Let's my stuff, know. and people keep coming into my room. <laughs> they do. I really get that sorted. I hate you both so much. <laughs> I hope. I hope that you. What's he got? What's he got there? Uh, I read a train now. crash, get sucked out of the door on an aeroplane flight, uh, are in a bus crash, your car explodes, you get two more car accidents, and I hope you get hit by a bus. Thanks. Nice. Well, I've been Richard. Oh. I have no sign off. Peace out, bitches. <laughs> Did you like this podcast? Check out Metal Marmite on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. Part of Rich T Entertainment.